three, two, one. Let's go! I'm the host of the PB Podcast, Troy Tittlemeyer, joined with David Thole. Sir, please introduce yourself. Yeah, my name is David Thule. I'm the uh, co-founder and CEO of Geolumina. We're an artificial intelligence company. Um, oh, man. What we do is make computers see what geoscientists see. Nice, That's man. our gig. Using robots. Chat GPT? Uh, we try not to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are at the southwest section of the American Association of Petroleum Geologists. And this is the annual convention 2023 celebrating 100 years of the North Texas Geologic Society. And uh, we're at the Ray Clymer Exhibit Hall, right? Absolutely. I was going to read something real quick to you because you're a smart guy, man. You're a LinkedIn ninja. You yeah. obviously know what's up with the geology world. You're watching prices. Like, you're industry, man. You yep. are one of the voices of industry. Deep in it. So here's a, a quick little like a quick little rundown from the president, right? Saying what this was kind of what's all what's what's happening here. He says, hello to all attendees and welcome to the 2023 Southwest Section APG annual convention. This year's convention is hosted by the North Texas Geologic Society, my home society in celebration of its 100th anniversary. It has been my honor to serve as president of the Southwest Section for the past year. And it has certainly been another another roller coaster year for the industry. We've seen oil prices fall from $120 a barrel in June to as low as 65 by March, only to recover upper, upper 70s in late April as I write this. Natural gas prices have been even more volatile with a peak of 968 per MCF in August, falling to the current price of $2.40 today. The war in Ukraine continues to evolve and seems to be turning into a war of attrition between Russian uh, forces and the Ukraine supported by coalition of Western powers. China continues to flex her economic and military muscle, adding to the pre uh, precarious position of world uh, the world finds itself in. My predecessor, Paul Pause, quoted the old Chinese proverb, in the midst of chaos, there is opportunity. To that, I'll add what while look at the opportunity, we see uh, we seem to be living under the Chinese curse that says, may you live in interesting times. As interesting as these times are, opportunities should be abundant. Talk to me, man. What kind of what stands out from that little opening statement? Yeah, I think what what I love about this is it's hyper focused on what's always going on in the industry, which is there's the rocks, there's everything below ground, and then there's everything above ground, and the you people. can't neglect either one of them. Yeah. Right. If you if you forsake the above ground for the rocks, you're you're going to be in trouble, and if you say forsake the rocks for the easy operating field in the uh, on the surface, uh, that might not go well in your favor either. <laughs> so, so what's your take, man? What do you think the next like three to five years is really looking like for industry? Look, I think that if you if you really get down to brass tacks, which is the supply demand differential, we're way behind the power curve on supply. And the only reason that you're seeing the deep volatility, both in, in gas and oil prices today, is is really that that that's traders are playing the idea of uh prosperity and the overall sort of concern of recession as more important huh. than the fundamentals of the business 
And so if you really look at that differential between, uh, you know, 100 million barrels a day of demand around the world and the supply that we're consistently bringing to the market in oil and gas, that is razor thin. The last time it was this thin was uh, early, you know, mid 2000s when we were wow. seeing that price run up and oil and gas was at a hundred plus dollars a barrel all the wow. time. So I, I, I see, I, I, look, I'm an eternal oil and gas optimist. I don't know how you can last more than 10 years in this business if you're not one. Right, so, right. And I'm on, I'm on year 15 now. So yeah. um, I think like I'm always, I always see the, the silver lining, which is the opportunity that that's going to come around the corner. Yeah. Man, can you imagine being at the first North Texas Geological Society meeting a hundred years ago? A hundred years ago, man. Before, right after World War One, right before the Great Depression, and rolling into World War Two. I mean, what a wild time, man! They call it the Roaring Twenties back then. Mind-boggling. What I what I love about coming to uh, places like Wichita Falls is the like deep legacy of boomtown knowledge and. You know, you can walk around this place and you can see the buildings that came up with the first boom and uh, those early fields that were discovered way up here and way in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, you know, the, the legacy operators, geologists and knowledge that still exist in the town, like it, it's like cracking open a gem. And, you know, I've already got a couple nuggets here tonight that's nice. like you won't find anywhere but on the street at a place like this. That's right, man. Yeah. Um, we're going to capture all these stories as much as possible over these next couple of days. Um, talk to me about this convention just in general, man. Like when you come to these things, what is it? It's networking. It's information. You know, what do you how long have you been doing this? And what do you what do you really take away typically from these kinds of events? Yeah, I've been I've been hitting the conference circuit since I was uh, undergraduate in college. So right uh, we're going on 16, 17 years now, 18 right years. Damn too many. It. You're um, aging yourself here. But <laughs> and, and what I think is that, you know, when, when you come to these, there's a mixture of everything. One, it's meeting companies that you don't really have access to other than just getting in front of them and saying hello to somebody. So yeah. that's super valuable. Right. Um, right on. You know, there's people here that they don't have a LinkedIn presence, but they should. Yeah. And, and, you know, because they don't have a LinkedIn presence and I don't make it to Wichita Falls or even maybe Abilene or one of these other towns that they're from, I, I don't ever get the chance to meet them. And yeah. so catching up on some nuggets there, but I love the talks. The technical talks are always really good. There's somebody, there's somebody doing something, you know, with, with like a pinpoint of interest that you, you won't pick up on otherwise, you know, right you'll, on. you'll, you'll, you'll read that abstract somewhere and go, damn, I wish I would have been there for that. <laughs> and, and now you get to be here for it. So right, that's the best man. part. Right. So tomorrow it starts, uh, right. Registration, 7am exhibit hall opens up at eight. The opening ceremonies with Craig from, uh, um, not gun, but Cobra. He's going to do opening ceremonies. And then uh, we go into keynote speaker, who's Kurt Rudolph. You know anything about that guy? I know nothing about Kurt. I, I wish I did. His talk, The Assembly of Pangea, A View from Laurentia, sounds really great. Uh, look, global tectonics drive everything that we do in these subsurface systems. That's and right. if you don't have any perspective, you're, you're just stumbling around in the dark. Man, that's right. I love that. Structure does drive everything, dude. I was wondering if they put a little thing about him. Did you go to the short course today? I did not. I missed that one. I would have loved to. Um, it was a long drive to get up here, so I missed out. Okay. Yeah. Where are you coming from? Uh, Bryan College Station. Oh, yeah. Okay. We just stayed there last night. Nice. Uh, was it? No, not last night. The night before. We were coming up from Houston. 
Kurt Rudolph, former ExxonMobil chief geoscientist, adjunct professor at the University of Houston Rice University. Right he probably on. knows some stuff. You know what? I've uh, I've seen some of those big uh, big global tectonic models. Uh, I've seen some of that stuff, and some of it's kind of blurring some lines, blurring some details. You know, you can't help but to do that sometimes when you're looking at a global scale versus you know what we actually see in the ground, but. You're right, man. There are a lot of technical talks, a lot of technical things happening. Tell me, give me an elevator pitch of Geolumina. I know it's uh, what you see, what geoscientists see is the tagline, right? Are you... Yeah, that's exactly right. So and, and talk to me about it. So here's the thing. Uh, today, there are 30% fewer subsurface workers than there were in 2018. 30% fewer. Yeah. No shit. That's a critical gap. And there's just as much work to do as ever. There's actually more work because we have not only oil and gas, we have carbon so capture and sequestration. We have geothermal, geothermal energy. We yeah. have uh, brines and uh, mineral resources. We have helium. Um, and all of these things are essential building blocks of modern society. And so the goal of Geolumina is to, one, you know, really capture that knowledge of the departing workers in the industry into some artificial intelligence. And then two, to be able to redeploy that at scale um, in places that are manpower starved. You know, everyone's, everyone, I guess some people are worried that AI will steal their jobs. No, they're going to steal the part of your jobs that you hate doing. <laughs> and they're going to let you continue to do all the stuff that a computer right can't. We, like we have like that. a really simple ethos, right? It's like, you should automate everything you can and nothing you can't. And that sounds really stupid, but it's it's actually really incisive into what we need to do in our business. Right on. And draws a, a, a solid dark line between what should be doing AI on and, hey, no, 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 right. no, you need a human over here. Exactly. Don't do it over here. Exactly. Man, that sounds, yeah, that sounds real interesting. Let's just run through the uh, sponsors real quick and we'll, we'll call it a night. Let's do it. They're wrapping up behind us here. Uh, Diamond sponsors, Cobra Oil and Gas, Gun Oil Company, and Stevens Engineering. Gold sponsors, TGS, Burke Royalty, uh, Riverford, Ryan Oils, Ren Oils, maybe. Five States Energy. Uh, silver is Dawson Geophysical, JLH Geophysical, J.C. and W.F. Reynolds Oil Producers. The HW Operating Company, W.T. Wagner Estates. Uh, Earthstone, NBX, Dry Fork Production, right on. And bronze is Hardened Quality Geophysics, Nesset, Nesset. Uh, I don't know how to say that one. Jan? Is that Jan? Is that I guess Janae, maybe. Janae. I was going to go with something like that, but I'm like, maybe it's just, okay, Janae or Jan Resources. Off Geologic, you know the Off Geologic boys? Absolutely. 017, Ryan Bailey. That's right. John Hall. Yep. Those guys should be showing up. I'm surprised they're not here. Well, if you snooze, you lose on the early first day of the conference. So yeah, man, we're going to let them know. And PSI, you got you familiar with any of those companies? You work for them? You do any, any work with any of these guys? Uh, we've got some proxy connections. So uh, we oh. work with Sabata, um, nice. who's Sabata here, and uh, Earthstone is one of their clients. Okay. Um, you know, we've, we've purchased data from TGS in the past. I, I don't know any of these diamond sponsors, but, uh, you know, it's, it's high on my list to talk to them, uh, over the next couple of days and, and just figure out what the love is all about right. here on the West Texas society. So, so Geolumina, you kind of bolt on to operators. Is that right? You kind of help with operations. You kind of help with startups. You help with long companies that have been around for a hundred years. Like, yeah, if, if you're in the subsurface, we're there with you. Huh. 
<laughs> right on, man. Yeah, I always see you on LinkedIn, dude. Yeah. It's always interesting, man. You got, uh, you know, your thoughts out there. You're a LinkedIn ninja, dude. You're definitely a voice in industry. I try to be. That's uh, cool. You know, there aren't enough of us, right? Because for being so essential to modern life and such an important part of um, the manufacturing supply chain and, and everything that is uh, human advancement in the last yeah. hundred years, there's there not enough people drawing that firm line in the sand and saying, you know, this is valuable. Our product matters. We're doing yeah. critical things. And, and I think people lose sight of the fact that, you know, 4 billion people around the world, 4 billion, that's nearly half the global population live in energy poverty every day. That's an absolute travesty. And it's something that needs to be fixed. And it's something that our industry fixes right. viscerally every day. Right. We've been riding the front lines of this thing. We have yeah. infrastructure that's been supporting us to do that, right? Developing country, but over the years, developing our understanding of how we actually do this efficiently, yep. safely, Yep. right? Crazy stories, man. There's no Crazy cleaner barrel of oil than a barrel of oil out of uh, North America. That's a fact. Wow. Right on. Let's do a couple uh, stay positive quotes because you're a smart guy, man. I want some of your feedback. I know you're I know you hear things. I know you say things that are smart. Let's go with this one. I just open it up. When you fail, find the lesson in it and then recall a time when you have succeeded. Mm, I think that's powerful, right? Because everyone gets tied up on forward progress uh -huh. um and and forward progress only comes from failing repeatedly and and that's something i've lived every day in my life um every everything we make fails at first and that's okay and and like rebolstering yourself is is a really powerful affirmation technique that that takes you to the next <laughs> right level on. right i like that i like that are you married kids i'm married i have a beautiful wife she'll be here with me tomorrow she's nice. a co-founder in our company what yeah. i might have to do a podcast where they get her take on it <laughs> yes right we'll, we'll see if she'll get in front of the microphone <laughs> yeah. that's a that's a that's a big ask right on no kids kids no kids no nope. oh, it's man. just two of us oh right all right on last one your plan may not be working perfectly but there is a perfect plan working in you that was kind of what you were saying right mm. this this discovery you make through challenges and and uh what could be feel like failures or could feel like disastrous you know at yeah. the time 10 years from now five years now maybe a month from now you're like wow i i went through that i get it now i know why i had to do that you know, everything that's been a left-hand turn for me has ended up turning into a right. And and I think that, you know, there's always a plan on paper, right? What's, what, what Mike Tyson always says, you, you always have a plan until you get punched in the mouth, right? <laughs> right, but, right. Like with a heavy lisp in there. Um, <laughs> but I think that, you know, that you when you write a plan on paper, it really looks perfect. And then you do something and you realize, oh, I, I missed all of these steps or I missed all of these parts. And so yeah. it was never going to go to plan anyway. And that's right. all right. Yeah. Yeah. Man, right on, Mr. Thole. Thank you for uh, opening up the night for us. Awesome. I love it. Thanks for having me.